Hello, my name is Reverend Kevin V. Montague, founder of KBM Ministries LLC, and welcome to Jumpstart Encouragement and Prayer Podcast. This dynamic podcast is taken from a Friday morning broadcast via KBM Ministries LLC, recorded live on Facebook and on Periscope. The goal of this podcast is to jumpstart your day and to encourage you to live better, see further, and achieve greater. Now let's join Jumpstart already in progress. Let's go ahead and get started. My message for this morning, uh, or the subject for this morning, is storms. Storms. Um, The scripture I want to use and read, uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. Mark chapter 4, verse 35 through 41. All right, why is it taking this long? It's wild to get there. All right, here we go. All right, verse 35 says, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat, they took him with him, with him and started out, leaving the crowds behind. Then it says, although other boats followed. But soon as but soon a fierce storm came up, high waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. <laughs> the disciples woke him up, shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? They already, they already determined their their destiny. Hmm. Verse thirty nine says this: When Jesus woke up, interesting thing is he didn't wake up immediately. Said when Jesus woke up, he took his time. When Jesus Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, "Silence, be still." Suddenly, the wind stopped. And there was a great calm. Then he asked them, Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Verse 41 says, The disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the wind and the waves obey him. So once again, my message for this morning is entitled, Storms, storms, yeah, storms, storms. Um, so I did some research, and and um, the the Google, you know, the Google machine um, said the average of all predictions for the 2021 season, we're talking about storms, is for 17 tropical storms to form, out of which eight would reach the hurricane status. You know, you got tropical storms, and then the next level is hurricane. The normal is 14 storms a year, out of which seven, that's right, seven become hurricanes. Uh, the, the, uh, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration predicts on an above normal storm season. Uh, they're predicting that we have 13 to 20 named storms um, six to ten hurricanes, 
and three to five hurricanes uh, in 2021. That, that seems like a lot. So wherever you are probably in located in the United States, um, you can believe you will experience a storm. You will experience a storm. So what is a storm? A storm, a storm is a violent disturbance of atmosphere with strong winds and usually rain, thunder, lightning, or snow. That's what a storm is. But that's what we experience phys physically. But I believe we have spiritual storms that we, we, we go through as well. And, and guess what? As those physical storms are going to come, the spiritual storms are going to come as well. Um, they have the same characteristics as the physical storms. And I don't know about you, but even right now, I'm, I'm feeling like there is a violent disturbance in my spirit, in my spiritual atmosphere. I, I feel like there's, there, there's a storm, uh, there's a strong wind that's uh, pushing me against my side. Is anybody out there feeling that right now? And I, I also feel that there's rain coming down on me and I can't stop the rain. <laughs> and I, I'm awakened at night uh, with thunderous thoughts and, and, and lightning strikes feeling like they are getting closer and closer to me, like I'm going to get, get struck by something. And, 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 and even when it comes to the snow, um, yeah, the, the snow that's in my life isn't, isn't so pretty because my concerns are getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm not a even able to shovel out of, 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 my, of my concerns. There, there's storms, there's spiritual storms that are, that are happening in my life. And I talk to God and I share that I feel like I, I, I'm so vulnerable right now. And I, I, I'm, I feel like I'm in the midst uh, as Myrna Summers says, I'm in the midst of it all. I'm in the midst of a storm. A storm clouds are raging. Uh, uh, and, 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 and he then took me to, to a story about Jesus calming the storm. And it's recorded, it's recorded in the Bible like, uh, like three times. Three, it's like three times. Uh, you have it in Matthew, you have it in Mark, and you have it in Luke. But I want to first go to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse verse uh, 18 Matthew 8 18 says this it, 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 it talks about the cost of following uh, a Jesus it, the cost of following Jesus and and, and the writer talks about um, uh, this cost that that whenever you give your life to Christ yeah it, it, it's going to cost you something and and Jesus instructs uh oh Jesus instructs his disciples to uh to to cross to the other side of the lake they come with, let's, let's go to the other side of the lake and one person said this i'll follow you i'll follow you jesus wherever you go but then he 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 then puts some other things in it he, he said i'm gonna you know i need to bury my dead and 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 um another person the teacher says I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. But Jesus' response was interesting because he said, uh, Jesus' response to one of them said, um, like, like these animals, uh, I have no place to, to, to rest my head. And even in, I believe in your life, he was pretty much saying, I don't have a place in your heart yet. I don't have a place to stay in your life. And, and then he talks about 
uh, another person talking about, I need to go back and bury my, my father. And he's saying, well, you, yeah, yeah. What purpose is that? You, you burying your father, but I'm calling you to follow me. I understand that's important, but I must be even more important than the things that are on your mind, the things that are close to you. I have to be first in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know you want to uh, bury your dad. I know it's important, but Jesus was saying, there's a cost to following me. You have to give up everything that you hold dear in your heart to follow me. Even if it, even if you feel it's more important, I got to be more important. Even if, uh, 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 even if you really hold tight and you love it so much, you're going to have to follow me. You're going to have, it, it, I have to be more important. Even if it disturbed your entire being, even if it disturbed your life, uh, there's a cost to following me. There's a cost to experience me in a special way. And that cost will have to go, will have to come through you going through a storm. That's right. Going through a storm. When call, when God calls you to follow him guess what you are not just because you've given your life to christ you are not exempt from any storms you're not exempt exempt from any storms and i don't know about you when a physical storm comes it's very disturbing it's very concerning it's very fearful even but but a spiritual storm is very disturbing it's very concerning it's very fearful yeah, yeah, yeah. But God is saying to follow me, no one thing is going to hurt. It's going to be painful. It's going to disturb you. It's going to cause you some concern. But, 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 but these storms are necessary if you're going to follow me. We're going to talk about this in a second. We're going to go a little bit deeper. Now, you go to Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4. We pick up where, where where that other story about following him left off. So we're in Mark chapter four and Jesus shares a few things about the storm and his response that should help us in our storms. He's going to help us in our storms. The first thing is this, it's verse 35. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. Here's the first point. In, in your storms, Jesus is with you. I know that's that I know that doesn't really mean a lot. <clears throat> I know that's not deep. I know that's not revelational. But Jesus is with you in your storms. See, they took Jesus with him. My thing is today, are you taking Jesus with you in your storms? Are you taking him in your problems, in your situations, or are you leaving him behind? Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, Jesus is saying, take me with you. When you when you accept Jesus Christ, he wants to be with you. He even said, Lo, I'll be with you even to the end of the age. But oftentimes we decide to go into battle. We go into war. We go through storms and we just saying, we have it all. We can do it all by ourselves. But Jesus is saying, hey, you're giving your life to me. I'm going to be with you. Jesus is with you. That's the first thing. Jesus in your storms, Jesus is with you. Number two, verse 36, it says this. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. 
in your storms. Jesus wants you to experience him without the crowds so that it can be a real and personal experience. That's right. And a real and personal experience. That's right. He, 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 he wants you isolated. He wants you by yourself. He, he leaving the familiar behind gives an opportunity to get close up with God and to see who he really is and what he can really do. He, he wants a, a, he wants a close and personal relationship with you. Jesus was saying like, like in Luke, I, I, I want your time. I, I, I want to be close to you. I, I, I just you, I, I want that opportunity so that you can have the experience of your lifetime. So in your storm, Jesus is with you. In your storm, Jesus wants you to experience him without the crowd so it can be real and personal. Here's number three. Verse 37 says this. But soon a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat and it began to fill with water. So in your storms, even though you are in Christ, storms will come and they may seem like they're out of control. And guess what? These storms, you, you can't even expect when they come. You can't expect, you can't, you can't even imagine how bad they can be. But Jesus knew about the storm and he wanted a maximum effect of the storm because he was, he was waiting. Check this out. You have to look at it like in the evening. Why was it in the evening? You have to understand about storms. Storms are most fierce in the evening, in the night season, in the, in the dark time. It, storms are most treacherous then. The greater the storm, the greater the opportunity for God's miracle to happen in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah, it's really bad. And God is saying, okay, it's really bad. But guess what? I got a miracle for you. I got, I'm working out a miracle on your behalf. It, it, I understand this storm. I understand it's raining. I understand that there's a lot going on. The winds are blowing. You hit, you know, all these things are attacking you. All these things coming at you. You feel like you're getting ready to sink. You feel like you're getting ready to drown. But God is saying, I know all of this. I put this in place because I'm getting ready to do something for you that's unexpected. Come on, talk back to me. So in your storms, Jesus is with you. In your storms, Jesus wants wants to wants you to experience him in a real and personal way. In your storm, Jesus is saying, hey, I understand that this is bad, but I got a miracle that I'm working out on your behalf. One person says, I've been through storms that nobody uh, but God could bring you, you through. That's right. The storms that are happening in your life, only God can see you through. Here's number four, verse th number 38. It says this, Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. <laughs> the disciples woke him up shouting, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? Okay. Okay. So Jesus, he's just not just sleeping. They had to add something else. They had to add, they said, Jesus was sleeping, not in the front of the boat, not in the middle of the boat, but way in the back of the boat. With his head 
on a cushion with his head on a pillow. Jesus was knocked out. Jesus was 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 fast asleep. In your storms, it may appear that Jesus is not bothered by what you are experiencing. Have you ever felt that? That like hello Jesus, don't you see what's happening? Don't you see what's happening on my job? Don't you see what's happening with my children? Don't you see what's happening with my health? Don't you see what's ha happening with my parents? Don't you don't you see the winds and the rain and the storm and the snow? And don't you don't you see? Don't you aren't you experiencing what I am experiencing? He's in the back of the boat sleeping with his head on a pillow. See, Jesus is very comfortable in your boat. He knows what's going on. He's chilling. Jesus is, is with you, and yet he still you still feel like he's sleeping. Jesus is with you, and yet he feels like he's not doing anything. When, when the storms of life is happening, it can be very, very scary. It can be very fearful. And why, why is that? God wants you to know that you're not in control of your life. You're not in control of anything that you got going on. We can't control any of the wind. We can't control any of the rain. We can't control any of our problems. We can't control any of the waves. We can't um, stop the lightning from flashing. We can't close our ears. But one thing is important. God is with you. God is not bothered by the storms and he's not so reactive like you are. Number five, verse 39 says this. Jesus spoke a word that changed the entire situation. Check this out. When Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Jesus spoke a word that changed the entire situation. One word from Jesus can calm the storm. And I'm believing today that in the midst of your storm, Jesus is with you and he has a word that will change your entire life. Whatever you're going through, there is a word. Whatever problem you are experiencing, God has a word. He's able to speak a word in your life that will calm the raging sea, that will calm the storm, and be able to say, peace, be still. See, 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 you got to understand that Jesus is with you. Jesus understands and knows about your storm, and he's there to help you understand that he's in control. Jesus is in control. In your storms, it may appear that Jesus is not bothered. He's sleep. He's unaffected. And that's he's not sleeping. <coughs> but he's waiting for the right time to give you a word. Does anybody out there today need a word from the Lord? Something's going crazy in your life. Something's happening and you can't stop it. But I believe today that there's a word from God that he's trying to tell you that he got it under control and that he's going to speak that word into your life that's going to give you peace.
is going to give you peace. Here's, a, here's one more. Verse, let's see. Verse, I did verse 39. Verse 39. All right. Verse 40. I'm just walking you through. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? No faith. See, see, in your storm, Jesus wants your faith in him to be real through your actions of faith and not worry. See, quickly, they said, teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? Don't you care that we're getting ready to go to the bottom? Don't you care? We're afraid, Jesus. Where are you? He's saying, isn't it enough for me to be with you? Where's your faith now? Your faith should be all in me, not in your ability, not in your occupation, but your faith has to be in me. It has to get to a point where it is shown by your action and not by your worry. Come on, talk back to me. Is anybody out there just glad that Jesus is with you? And he's just saying, I am your faith. I am your peace in the midst of storm. All right, one more, one more. The disciples were absolutely terrified. And they said, who is this man? They asked each other, even the wind and the waves obey him. Here's the last thing. In your storms, Jesus wants to show you that he's in control. That's it. That's, that's, that's the bottom line throughout all of this. Your storms are going to happen. They're going to feel, they're going to press you on each side. They're going to be out of control. You're going to feel bothered in a certain way. There, 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 there's going to be some, some, some pain in your life. But he is saying, you have enough with me. I'm the one that's all powerful. I'm the one that controls the storm. I'm the one that allows the storm to even come into your life. I am the one that 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 will that's with you even though you don't feel me right now. Just know that I am with you in the midst of your storm. See, see Jesus is in your storm. And the reality is the storm won't be over until Jesus says so. Notice through their 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 their, 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 their being terrified, being upset, being scared, none of those feelings, none of those reactions change their situation. None of those things help their problem. Only when they took it to the Lord, only when they went to Jesus and Jesus spoke a word did anything change. I'm here to let you know, storms will happen in your life, but you do not have to worry. You don't have to be dismayed. Only thing you have to know is that Jesus is in your storm. So while, while, while you're going through your storm, while you're going through your storm, praise him in your storm. While you're going through your storm, pray in your storm. While you're going through your storm, persevere through your storm because storms are part of your life. And it's okay because Jesus is with you in the storm. And I'm just reminded as I close, of a hymn, because you know I love some hymns, and it's and you probably never heard of this, and it says, "I've seen the lightning flashing, and I heard the thunder roll. 
I felt sin's breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. I've heard the voice of my Savior telling me still to fight on. And he promised never to leave me, <laughs> never to leave me alone. And then the refrain says, says this, no, never alone. Oh no, never alone. He promised never to leave me. <laughs> says never to leave me alone. Is there anybody out there today that's grateful that he said, no, never alone. He promised never ever to leave you alone and he will never ever leave you alone. Amen? Storms. That was my message today. And I pray that I've encouraged you to, to that, that, that storms will come, but Jesus is with you. <coughs> you don't have to worry. You don't have to faint. You don't, don't give up. Don't give in. Jesus is there and Jesus is in your storm. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, God. We thank you, God, for this time. We give you honor and give you praise, God. We just thank you, God, for being so close, even though it doesn't feel like it. But we don't go based upon feelings. We go based upon faith. You're with us. And one word from you is all we need. And that will calm our storms. Thank you right now. Father, for anybody that doesn't know who you are, I ask that you speak to their heart, that they will understand that you love them so much that, that you are just uh, asking them, please allow me in so I can be with you through your storms and then calm them at the right time. I ask that you do these things. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Blessings to you all. Thank you so much for joining me on Facebook and on Instagram. Wow, what an amazing word. My prayer is that this podcast has blessed you to live better, see further, and achieve greater. Thank you so much for listening to this Jumpstart podcast and supporting KBM Ministries, LLC, where our mission is to lead with power and serve with care. I want to encourage you to follow KVM Ministries LLC on all the social media platforms and check out our website by going to Google and searching for KVM Ministries LLC. This website has all the information you will want to know about the ministry, including ministerial services, leadership information, workshop information, past teachings, sermons, and broadcasts, and information regarding my devotional book, Spiritual Vitamins daily nutrients for your spirit you can buy right now through any online book retailer such as amazon and barnes and nobles all right thank you again for listening to this podcast and join me next time for another encouraging word on the jumpstart encouragement and prayer podcast from kvm ministries llc and i am reverend kevin v montague god bless you